When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordan Abraham. I'm Jared Freed. So good to be here back with you guys. Um, I got to say, Jordana, what do you think of the listeners of this podcast? The listeners are more active than anyone I've ever seen before. I feel like I'm in the Beatles. Yeah, you. Oh, I mean, you have a, you have a, you have a company. Yeah. Okay. You right. own a company. You're one of the betches. You've created a a, a monster here uh, yeah. in 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 the most flattering way I could ever say a monster. Like you have a office yeah, and everything. A betchy monster. A betchy monster. She eats avocado and sushi <laughs> and noodles and, and shits it out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, but. Has there been a response to anything in the way that like people have responded people, to this? People love this podcast. It's definitely it's like among our most it's our most popular podcast. People are really responding to it. We've gotten hundreds of emails. I check the I check the email box like every week. So if you guys are sending emails, I'm reading them personally, and I'm sending the good ones to Jared. And, <laughs> and they're amazing. And and it's so like behind the curtains, Jordana is getting all the emails. You're seeing the response on that end. I'm out at night. At shows, I did shows this last weekend, and Mm -hmm. I don't usually put my show calendar up just because if I'm like in the city, I just go work, whatever. But I guess they put my name, Gotham Comedy Club. I was there and I was at the cellar Um, at Gotham. They like they put up my bio for whatever reason. They just choose one and they throw it up. I had more people at the show afterwards DMing me like, hey, huge fan of the podcast, huge fan, love it, love it. And it's like it really makes us feel so – so I'm seeing it from that end. Yeah, and I'm getting some DMs too. I'm not – people don't DM me that much, so I feel very excited. <laughs> You're in I'll, on the game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, just, we just both want to say, I mean, we're seeing it from all ends. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, and a lot of you, whenever you message or you, I see these people in person – they say, I've told all my friends. Thank you. That's a tough thing to do. It's a vulnerable moment to say, yeah. I'm listening to this. This is what I enjoy. I hope you enjoy it too. You're doing us uh, a service in the way that we're doing you a service. We're giving you free entertainment. Exactly. And it's not it's not just for your single friends. Like Seriously, people in relationships, we get so many emails from people in relationships with relationship questions or relationship issues or issues of their friends in relationships. It's crazy. So what we want to ask you to do Okay, the only thing I have, I sit at home all day, okay, and I just check the, <laughs> the iTunes top 10, okay? With a pistol next to him. A just pistol just waiting well. and a suicide note written. <laughs> I, I, I need you to like, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, 
review, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you don't have iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud, you can do it there too. But we want this to be in your phone when you wake up Thursday morning because we're going to have it up every week. So in addition to that, make it your Instagram story. Tag us. I'll thank you. I'll thank you from the bottom of my heart. Tag us in your Instagram story. Put it up as your Snapchat story. That's a non-invasive way to spread the word to your friends. But we want this to be the biggest podcast on iTunes. So that only happens with your help. So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into today's discussion. Okay. Um, so we have a listener who wrote in. Her name is Bernadette. And she wants to know what we think of micro-cheating. Now, can you explain micro-cheating to me? Because I've heard of this. We kind of talked about it. Uh, I've talked about it with a few friends. What it, What is it? So micro-cheating, according to uh, this BuzzFeed article, mm-hmm. which is uh, the number one. <laughs> the, the authority. <laughs> psychology Today, essentially. Um, <laughs> micro-cheating is when you are being intimate. You're sharing intimate details of your life with someone who is not your boyfriend or girlfriend that you are attracted to. Um, okay. This study was not done by a man. <laughs> I can promise why, you. Why do you say that? I, <laughs> we're not looking for more ways to get in trouble. Like micro cheating. Do you think micro cheating is something that girls do and not guys don't do? I think we all do it. I think okay. we all do it, but now there's a trail. I think the difference is your dad or mom would be at work or at the store or would see someone or have a have a relationship in some way with someone they see on a daily basis that maybe your mom or dad wasn't involved with. And back in the day they would go, Hey mailman. And, ooh, you look good today. And it would just be a, a weird interaction that was kind of flirty, kind of fun. But is that what my – I feel like micro-cheating is more like an intimate relationship. Like I'm telling you details about like my life and um, I'm sharing like – So the way I'm, I'm complaining about my relationship to you. Oh. Well, I mean that's – yeah, that's all – maybe – but I'm I sure – I think there's all forms of that, I think there's right? all forms of it because I had read another thing where they said that um, – Micro-cheating was sending like a heart emoji to someone that's not your wife or your yeah. girlfriend. Okay. And so the, if that's a version of it, I'm saying we... DMing them on Instagram. DMing them on Instagram. Yeah. I'll take all DMs at Jared Freed. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm saying I, I... Like I'm sure my mom had had interactions with people where she was like complaining about my dad. Right. And I'm sure my dad, the same with my mom. I'm sure all of our parents had had that in the past. But or back like in the past, we're flirting a little bit. We're flirting a little right. bit because it is natural to want to see if you're still, you still uh, got it, still got it. Yeah, I see it with my friends all the time: married relationships, good relationships, bad relationships, at, all over the board. Mm-hmm. Where they're talking to girls in bars because they're just like, "I'm out." Yeah, I, I want to have. Fu- I have female friends do the same thing, and, right. and, and I kind of what the problem is. The difference today is now there's a paper trail. <laughs> you yeah. know, there are more ways for us to get in trouble nowadays than there ever have been. But there's also easier access to doing it. Too. I, well, this yeah. is what I'm saying. This day and age was not built for us to be humans. Right. Or monogamous. <laughs> but, but, we, but the thing is, maybe people were monogamous back in the day. But if they flirted with someone, there wasn't this like text that had a heart emoji. We're like, and it says it right here. Right. And it's like, we. I, I think there's a level of like, you have, we... These things have been happening since the beginning of time, but now we have to look at them right in the face. Mm-hmm. So Bef- would you rather just not know? I'd rather not know. If, if I was dating a girl and we're in a serious relationship and I love her, she loves me, and I and she's got like and there's some guy that she like sees on a daily basis in her everyday, you know, work that at she work, finds attractive. That she's like, he's a cute guy, but I have my guy at home and right. we're good. But you know, she 
I would. I don't need to see that. Right. <laughs> you don't mind that it's happening. I. I mean, I would only mind if it's put in my face. I have to mind. Right. You know. Do, does that make sense to yeah, you? Yeah, it makes sense. I think it's like. I think the the real question is like, is it okay to have like an intimate relationship or friendship? And well, people also want to know what do we think about like men and women being friends? It's like, yeah, like it's okay to have an a friendship with someone, but if you're like share, it becomes like an intimate friendship. And if the two people are like attractive, really, what's the difference between what is a boyfriend but like a a really good friend that you find really attractive? Yeah, I I, I just think we can't stop everything. Right. You, we have no – we can only do the things that we can control. So like micro-cheating, if like – like I don't care to know about micro-cheating. Okay. If you're not cheating – If you're not physically cheating. If you're not, not physically, physically cheating, cheating, I can't I can't live my life every day mm-hmm. worrying about the small um, kind of digs at me that you're doing without me knowing. See, I feel like almost the opposite. Like I would rather my boyfriend – Make out with a girl like at a bar once, like super drunk. Really? Right? Then be like emailing like these intimate emails with someone, or like telling telling a, yeah. a girl at work about like our fights and our relationship, especially one that he thought was like attractive. I'd rather like, oh, you, you got like fucked up and he made out with a hot girl and then like never spoke to her again or heard from her again. I mean, not. I would prefer neither of those <laughs> yeah. things on the record. I'm not saying I'm. But okay. I think I think one. I think the the like intimate friendship would be like a lot more hurtful. Well, do you think girls can be friends with guys without being in a, like, I think you can be like friendly. I don't think you can be like besties. You don't think a girl could have a guy best friend. No. And That's not that, that, that they're both straight and they both are one of one is not hideous. Like <laughs> <or> <laughs> looks deformed. going into this whole thing. Yeah, no, I think it's like a because I again, I think that a real like essentially what a relationship is, is someone that you're sexually attracted to that you also really like like hanging out with. And yeah. If you if there's someone else that you really like hanging out with, that's also sexually attractive. Like I kind of don't feel like that works. See. But yeah, I have a a ton of guy friends that I'm friendly with that like I like would hang out with in a group or like even. It's it's a difficult conversation because like what you're saying, like, of course, I would mind if I knew that like emails were going on, on and on and on about my everyday life and Mm -hmm. the way she feels. And I'd be like, why can't you go talk to me about these things if you're having these issues? Right. Um, When I think of micro cheating, I don't think of it that I think that's a macro cheating. Thing. Right, but it's not physical. That's why. It's not, that's why I said that because well, it's not like I think it can go down the board. I think there's shades of gray. Right. Like I think like if you're in the office and there's a girl in the office that you're walking by every day and it's just kind of this you're like a work wife situation mm-hmm. that doesn't bother me as much because it's like all surface level bullshit. Right. Yeah. Where, that's what I'm saying it's about the intimacy. It's about the intimacy. It's yeah. about how deep it goes. I just think with like when you get into this idea of micro cheating and microaggressions. It's like, who has the energy to care about these things at a certain point? Like, you know, the fact that people in another time got caught cheating because they had makeup on their collar. Right. Like, is you you smell like her perfume. It's crazy (laughs) to me. That's how little they had to worry about what they were doing. Like, it's so much easier to get caught in anything. Physical receipt, which no one has anymore from the pocket. Yes. Like, if my car broke down on the way home from work, bet like 30 years ago, I would come home at whatever amount of time and I'd be like, sorry, honey, I was late for, you know, the car broke down. She would go, are you okay? Nowadays, if my car broke down on the way home from work, she'd be like, well, I texted. 
did your phone just stop working? I saw your Snapchat story and you had an Instagram story and you tweeted about it, but you didn't have time to call me. And he'd be like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. it got me. I'd be mad at you too. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like there was, uh, I think nowadays if you're looking for trouble, you'll find trouble. Well, there's no such thing as being off the grid, really. There's no such society. thing. So you've got to answer to everyone at every to step. Everything. And, and really, were we made for that? Were, was mm-hmm. anyone actually made to be totally implicitly honest in their relationship? And I, I, don't, I don't think right. – I don't know if that's healthy. I, I, completely – right. Complete honesty will, will get you. Um, I mean, we do all these like would you rather's and questions and, you know, like hypotheticals in, in our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes test them out. Uh, my boyfriend. And sometimes I don't want to fucking know the answer because it's not something I wanted. That's not the answer I wanted. Yeah, and you know? I think I, I do think curiosity um, killed the guy. Killed the guy. I think I can live being yeah. like I'm the greatest. Like I, I like I like I don't need. You know, it's kind of like when you ask like about other guys that your partner right. or girls have been with. You slept I with. I don't really need to know that. Like like I want to believe in like you know. There's a certain amount of ego you want to have in a relationship, and. Girls and guys who break that down in you, I think, are actually destructive relationship partners. Mm-hmm. I think that anyone I'm with should believe that they're the best sex I've ever had, they're the most fun I've ever had with another person, and they're the one I like being with the most. I've never been with someone I've liked being with as much as them. That might not be totally true. That could but be true. I'd like mm-hmm. to let them to believe that. Right. But I would want the same for me. I think you should do someone the courtesy of lying to them. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, let me think I have the biggest penis, right. you know, the best personality, the funniest jokes. And, you know, let, exactly. let me live in a world where you, pr- I think relationships are propping the other person up a little bit. Yeah. So I think these microaggressions sometimes get in the point of like, you're nitpicking, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I mean, I think a like here or there or like a, if your relationship is strong, I feel like it's all about your relationship too. If your relationship is strong, then none of those little microaggressions matter. Mm -hmm. It's almost like if there's too many of them, it's just a sign that things are eroding. I do think also, but also I think the people that get into microaggressions have their own confidence issues. The best relationships. they need the validation. Totally. So the best relationships, I think, is when you're like, I'm me and this is the best I can be. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and the other person's like, yeah, I'm me, and this is the best I can be. And listen, we're having fun together. And, you know, the I think the worst relationships I've ever been in, the ones I've felt the worst in, are when I've been the least confident. Right. If I don't feel good about myself, then I'm never going to believe And you're the worst that, version of yourself as well, yeah. Totally. And I'm never going to believe that someone would want to be with me. So yeah. I think a lot of these things kind of work hinge on your own like you know they're they're like we're pointing the finger anytime you point a finger three fingers are pointing back at you right. that's kind of the situation with these micro cheating things but i i do want to get back you don't think a guy could be friends with a girl i think friends it depends how you like to find a, fr- a friend like i think of a best friend on an intimate yeah friend friendship level like not really can you have like tons of acquaintances that you like could go out with or have a good time with like, sure but yeah, have you ever would you ever be with a guy who is still friends with a girl he used to have sex with? Um, friendly, friendly. They were friendly. Yeah, they were friendly. I That's have a fine. I have a pretty good friend that we had been intimate uh, okay. <laughs> once, and uh, now we're just close friends. How close? Like close friends? Like you? Like close uh, enough? We got together and watched uh, watch TV together. Okay, like but, uh, a week ago. Let me let's say you uh you you having a family problem or you you broke up with a different girl, right? Do you do you, is she one of the first people that you would tell about that to? 
not want. I wouldn't like run to her, but I uh, she would be someone. You'd run would, it by her. You'd I would like. I would text her. You would tell like, her like intimate think? details of your. I'd be life. like, "What do you think of this okay. situation?" And and um, I think I'm pretty positive we're both beyond wanting to be anything together. Like we are friends. We also like she does comedy, so like we. You know, Isn't there always just like that thing in the air? I a guess bit? I don't know. I I always think you know I dated a girl and I think girls can have guy friends, but I always. I always feel they need to have a reason for them. Okay. I need to know how this all came together. So like if if you if if you had a guy friend and you were like, "Yeah, we used to work together." I'd be like, "Okay. That's all I need to know." There's a reason for you meeting outside of him going, "I need to fuck that bitch." You know, and But like what's the reason for them meeting now outside of work? Well, they became so close. They got together. They're fine. You know, I think right. like, like, oh, I know him from high school. Oh, I know him from college. I could just see. I need to know the natural state of how you guys got together. Like, I dated this girl, and we we were dating a while. We were pretty serious. And there was just this guy. And I was like, how do you know this guy? And she was like, we lived in the same building. We met in the elevator. And I was like, yeah, he met you in the elevator because he wanted, wanted to, to fuck you. you. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, what are you talking about? We connected because we have the same car. And I'm like, yeah, right. that's how I connect with people I want to fuck. And then he and I, ended, she was like, no, 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 you got to meet him. This is a while back. This is, And she was like, you got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy. And and then so we went out to lunch. And we had this like weird fucking lunch where like they the were like. You? What? The three of you? The three of us. Okay. And he and her were like jokey and talking and fun and, you know, oh, inside jokes. And then there was no interest in like, hey, what are you doing? Where right. are you from? What do you, you know, there was no question. For, and I'm like, you guys are like in a relationship. Like, this is crazy. So whatever happened? So there was a moment where her grandmother died. And I'll never forget this. And I, and I went on the train. She lived out train right away. Okay. So I'm going to go to the, uh, she was of the Jewish faith. And I was going to go to the Shiva. Okay. Pay my respects. So I went. This is your girlfriend at the time. This is my girlfriend at the time. Okay. So I go and I get in the train. And I'm traveling out there. And I look. And there's the guy. And he's got this huge fucking plant. And I'm like, who brings a gift to a Shiva call? Like, I didn't know that this was what you did. I'm sitting there with I mean, nothing. You, you do. You do. You bring something. I, well, <laughs> I had no idea. But now I look like the shithead. <laughs> This dude, and he was also a doctor. Like, okay, he yeah, had, like you're a comedian. You're not bringing yeah. anything. He's a doctor. He's yeah, I just came okay. uh, uh, from an open mic. Okay, I'm starting in this whole. You're hungover. Hungover. At the Shiva. Not shaved. Okay. Yeah. Bullshit. And he's gorgeous, doctor plant. Okay. Okay. And I see him with this plant. And I'm looking at myself in this train. And I go, oh fuck, I gotta say hi to this guy. And I go up to him. I go, hey man. Uh, and he's like, are you going? Uh, I had no idea. I go. I, Am I going? Are you going? going? Right. He goes, yeah, well, I used to, you know, keep my car at her house and all this. I'm like, what? Like, I start finding out more and okay. more about how deep this was. She comes to pick me up the train. Him and I get off the train at the same time. He's holding this fucking plant. So she picks him up, too? Now we're all getting in the car. So now we all get in the car. I get in the back because she had a friend with her. Friend in the front with her. Me in the back with the plant and him. And now we go to the house. We walked in together. The family was like, wow, so happy to see him. They're like, they're like, the plant, oh, this is so thoughtful. And then they're like, and, and this is the first time I'm meeting the you parents. You didn't bring anything? I didn't bring anything. <laughs> and it's like, and here's Jared. The first time you're meeting them and you didn't bring It was brutal. Wow. It was yeah. brutal. I, and, hope you, I hope the next time you, you brought something. Yeah. Okay. 
this was a young mistake, but also, this is crazy. Then they're like asking me, they're like, Dave, how's the doctor going? You know, like they're going crazy. Right. And then they're like, It's like Meet the Parents. It was the, Meet the Parents. With, with uh, Wilson's character. Was totally. It? Yeah. It was exactly like beat for beat. Yeah. And I remember. You want to be a real doctor, fucker? <laughs> at one point, they look at me and they're like, So, Jared, what do you do during the day? And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is over. Not going well. And then I just left and I was like, I, I, but I remember coming away from that being like, you, when you have these friends, quote unquote, that don't feel like friends, no one else sees it that way either. Like, you're not crazy for right. thinking that. Like, whenever there's no reason for them meeting, the reason is fucking. <laughs> you know? did, they, like, did they hook up? No, never did. We ended up breaking up. She married someone else. Um, mm-hmm. Good for her. But I, I mean, like, I just was like, nah, this means that I should get going. If you can't see my side on this, I think with any guy friend or girlfriend that you're not intimate with, that, like, you just have to, as the person with the friend, you have to understand the other person's being uncomfortable. Right. Like, I don't think there was any empathy given for my side in that situation. Yeah, I think that's, like, clearly a weird thing. You have to acknowledge that it's, like, yeah, it's kind of weird. We're, like, have this friendship. I get I get that you would feel, like, weird about it. And that friend has to go above and beyond to be your friend, too. Yeah. And you can always smell when someone's just like, yeah, who's this random dude you're with now? Like, what's the deal? And then, like, right. you know, like, that you just feel like you're – Kind of side chick, side dude. It's very meet the parents. Very. But I think uh, I just need a reason. That's what I think with a girlfriend, a guy friend. But that girl that you you, you have had sex with, that you watched TV with the other day, um, Mm. you like hanging out with her. We have a good time. um, You're attracted to her enough to have sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. We were, you know. One time? One time. You liked her enough to have sex with her one time. But the. I mean, like I'm saying, why not? Why don't you want to date her? I mean, the reason is uh, we work together on stuff. She's very nice. She's beautiful, f- funny, everything. But it just wasn't uh, long term. Like I, I, I value the friendship more than I would if we like gave it a shot. And okay. I think sometimes so you don't you think have, that's there. Yeah, and I think that I know. I look. I'm probably my big uh, one of my bigger relationship faults mm-hmm. is that I look so much ahead that I'm like. I can't see how it's ha- right. going to happen. I can't see the ending of this story, so I'm like, I might as well not start the book. Got it. And I think that's a that's a that's a fault of mine. I can see why that's a stupid thing to do, but I do that with a lot of girls. I mean, that's that's why dating in this you know social media time for me is hard because I'll look up everybody. I and I make and then, so weird you imagine, you weird judgments. Your future. I imagine you a emo- future. You emotionally masturbate. Oh, totally. I look at that's someone. Great. I stalk. I think we do this with all dating apps. I, I don't think I'm that far away. I always I always trust in the fact that we're all 10% away from each other. Right. So emotionally. So I, when I look through a dating app, I notice things that have to do with could we make it together? You know? Right. You know, it, where, where she's from, the background, the pictures she's in. I And I do think most people are doing that. I don't think I'm alone. I'm just the one that's willing to admit it. That I'm a crazy person, just like everyone else. Yeah, no, I do. I mean, girls, I think definitely. Yeah, we're looking. We're thinking. I, I told you, we're thinking three years. De- we're thinking twenty years down the line. You know, where we're, we have kids, where we where we retire. Like we yeah. think we think about the whole picture. Which I didn't. I don't think a lot of girls realize that guys do too. I think girls. We just totally think, do. Girls just think of guys as like they're just looking for their next. Um, Fuck. No, really? I think when I I think the the one <laughs> the reason I see it most, I'll say it with certain apps that are that are uh, swiping apps where you get unlimited swipes. The re- and 
let me be open with the audience here. Hinge and you guys have a professional relationship. Right. So just to let people mm-hmm. know. I have been paid by Hinge in the past to do social media stuff for them, so I'll be open about that. But the reason that I – and, and I think there's different apps for different parts of your life. Right. If you're looking to just be out there and you're just bored, a swiping app makes sense for you. That doesn't – that's fine. Right, if you're looking to have a good time. Yeah. Good time, even if you're looking to have a good time with more in the future, maybe. Sure. But you, something – I think a swiping app is perfect. But no, when a guy swipes on those apps, okay – I'm very loose with my swiping. And I'm a loose thumb. I have a loose thumb. Okay. My thumb is a slut. Okay. (laughs) I got a slutty thumb. I like that. Um, But when I swipe, I'm swiping with the idea that the girls that I'm swiping fall into many categories when I swipe fuck, date, relationship. And do you know? And I I make that decision in like half a second. Okay. And I think I'm not alone. As a, and if you're out there rolling your eyes, whatever, don't kill the messenger. Here. Well, what distinguishes between those three levels? Like what? What, what makes insanity the girls does? <laughs> no, so, it's not to judge the person. I, I'm not judging them on a level of whether they're worth being in a box or not. Mm-hmm. My judgment on them is to say, I'm not. It's not a, a worth thing on them. It's for it's you. More me. It's my okay. preference. Oh, I. Oh, you know, curvaceous, dark haired girl into it like that's like a look that i've right. gone so for in what, the past what distinguishes between if that's like sex or if that's like relationship girl the you that's a personal preference <laughs> to me i'm saying every guy has this list of requirements that like lead them that they know they could be more serious with one thing versus another thing right and that's not to say that one thing was better than the other thing it's just everyone's personal preference so when i see a girl in there with the first name, you know, that matches, you know, like I'm saying, like, I, like if, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, like if it's a Jewish sounding name that has a look that I'm into, I'm like, oh, okay, this could be someone that I'm actually more into than a non-Jewish sounding name in a look that I've never been with. But I'll still fuck that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, so right. do you understand what I'm saying? Like, and, and anyone who's getting mad right now, don't get mad. This is just, just Jared's listen. personal preference. No, but also every guy you've ever met. Not every guy that we've ever met is looking for a curvy no, 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 brunette no, 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 Jewish girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's fair. Despite what, saying, despite what our Jewish every, friends Every are. guy is doing a level of right. that for their own right, personal Right, but it's their own, about yeah. their own personal preference. With right. Hinge, and the reason when I push people to that app, and not even without this, prom- you know, right. this promo or whatever yeah. they've hired me to do, okay? Because that's yeah. over now. I don't get paid by them. <laughs> um, you have 10 or a specific amount of likes, so now you have 10 arrows to play with. Yeah. Okay? And you got to make sure those arrows hit them in the heart. Okay? And I've noticed, and I'm here as a podcaster with you to be open and honest about how does my, what makes me sweat that maybe other guys are sweating in the same way. What you do, you naturally move towards only giving those likes out to people that you're a little bit more thoughtful on. Right, because there's less, there's there's less, less options. Less necessary. options and right. there's less and there's- chances to get the match. Right. Yeah. So too much choice can hinder us. Totally. That's definitely true. So you need like a sweet spot because not enough choice. You might wind up marrying just like the first person. Yeah. Kind of comes along. Some and too much choice is like you can't pick one. Totally. And but I think guys operate on this level where we're dogs. We'll eat until we die. And I think with a lot of these apps, you're talking to someone on a swiping app. 
They're still swiping. <laughs> they're still looking. They're, swi- they're keep. They're, they're hey, what's up? Swipe, swipe, swipe. Nothing much. You swipe, swipe, swipe. What'd you do this weekend? Swipe, swipe, swipe. That's what's going on. With the other ones, you got to cage the beast, and that's why I'm saying like this is just our natural inclination. Yeah. More, 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 and extra. You know, mm-hmm. so you know to come back to the you know the friends thing and why we put people in these boxes and stuff. It's just you know how you feel about certain people, and it's just I mean you do you, when you swipe on an app, are you doing that? Am I think? Have am you, I categorizing? Yeah. Um, I think like most girls on apps. I'm not saying that, that that's true for everyone, and I don't know about like there are certain apps which are more sexual than others. Sure. But I think most girls I know who are on the apps are looking for a relationship. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't think not that, just... I don't. I'm not. Yeah. If I'm on an app and I see like a guy with like a, a muscular body in front of like a mirror i'm not like that guy's hot i'm just gonna go out with him so i can like have sex with him this is like a, I'm, I'm getting rid of that guy because that's not what i'm looking this for is a I'm huge difference right this is a huge huge difference because there's so many reasons you know girlfriend girls seem to be uh on these dating things for to get to relationship island yes i'm looking They're on it so they can get off Exactly. Yes. That's why they're on it. Yeah. And a lot of guys are on it to, you know, I'll swim in the ocean a little bit. I'll take a canoe. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll see. I'll see if she's into me licking a butt. You know, like I'll I'll do all those things, and then if I get to Relationship Island, I'll get there on my own. Right. You're fine with that being the destination eventually, but you're not like booking the one way ticket there. I always say, um, <laughs> I do a thing where I'm like, I'm gonna. I would like to. Ma- I'm gonna marry Jewish. But I'll fuck anything. <laughs> Let's do some emails. Hear that, Grandma? <laughs> that's my, my how. That's how she's put it. Want to do some emails? Yeah, that's what that's what he tells her, her when he's uh, she has to be seeing anyone new. <laughs> Nana, right. um, Nana, I'm trying my best to marry Jewish, but I'll fuck anything. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It 
has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Hello. Sometimes when my boyfriend gets angry, he becomes a Hulk and yells and pounds on things and tosses things. I'm never worried for my own safety, but do you think it's important for both people to vent frustration in the same way? Because his way is very different from mine. Thanks. <laughs> this girl should run. You think? Yeah, there's an awful... Have you ever been with a guy like that... like a pounding... I don't know. My... I've never... I don't think I've ever... I've never been with a guy who like yells at me, right? I wouldn't mm. like take that, but if... I'm trying to think. My dad has like road rage. I don't know if that's the same kind of thing and like will sort of raise his voice and I find it sort of like upsetting, but mm-hmm. not, I wouldn't say it's like traumatic. I don't know. It really, like, it depends like really what she means, I let, think. Let me tell girls something about guys. Mm-hmm. When they're the most insecure, they become more guys. They become like those more, the typical yeah. like cavemen. The more insecure the guy is, the more they become a man. So the, the more. more ins- the more insecure. In- insecure. Okay. So this guy's doing this Hulk thing where he bangs on tables and he, you know, we all get mad. I think but, that I think of that as a childish activity, like he's throwing a tantrum. Yeah, but he wants to show people that even though I'm upset, I'm still a man who can beat people up. So he's saying that I, whether she, I, she says that she's safe, mm-hmm. but he's putting your safety in da- his insecurity to show people that he's, that even though he's upset, he's still strong. Right. Is going to put you in harm because that's going to come out on different people. She's still going to have to be with a guy who could get that mad and explode in that way that he might get in a fight with another guy who now her life is in danger too. Right. Some girls like that shit. I've I've met girls who are like, oh, like I like he gets like really worked up, but like I kind of like it. Like they really? Like, they like that they're like, maybe it's a younger girl thing too, where it's like almost like a. I think that's an insecure girl like a too. Mafia thing where they're like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, angry, defending my honor. He's like strong or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't really agree with that. I think the manliest move is to express your feelings in a, in a, a quiet and polite and articulate manner. I mean, we all, we all get mad. <laughs> right. We all get angry. We all get upset. Um, to say, I get mad and I just kind of like turn off and you know think about it and try and lean on friends to be like hey what do you think of this what do you think of that do you see their angle but like to just scream and yell and pound your fist like i don't know what that accomplishes for this guy like go to the gym like get the fuck out of here but i would say to him that's something he needs to work on like i i don't think that that's not a normal way to act in public and it's going to put her in harm and she needs to let him know that she is afraid of how he gets when he gets that wet. Have you ever dated a girl who gets mad and Ab- like free and the worst? I had to end you know, it. Screams I, and hits things and it's it's a total act of insecurity to me. They I dated one girl. We were in the middle. We went to Boston, and she was upset with how this Boston trip. I'm from outside of Boston, so like she was upset with how this trip was going. Um, and 
And at one point, she started crying in the middle of the street. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do right it's now. It's like a tantrum. It was a tantrum. Right. And I was like, uh, and I was like, so you're insecure about how I feel about you. She needed me to be like, to calm her down by telling her I need how you. I, she liked, I mean, you uh, liked her. and How much whatever, I need yeah, you. I want right, you. Yeah. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. And it's like, no, I don't need to. Do, I'm here for well, you. Well, it's like you We're, didn't want to do that because because she needed you to do that. If she didn't need you to do that, I'm sure you would have felt that you like wanted her. And, of course. And, you know, it's totally. almost, it has the opposite effect. Opposite. I think girls become babies when they're insecure and guys become more man. Like, right. I was on a bachelor party once and there was this dude that kept going around being like, we got to go to a strip club. We got to go to a strip club. We got to go to a strip club. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. I don't want to go to a strip club. I, I want to go try and fuck real women. <laughs> Not to say that strippers aren't real, but I'm saying they're playing a part that right. they they don't want to fuck me. <laughs> so, they're working. I, they're working. <laughs> they're at work. I right. you know like, I get it. So like, good for you. Make your money. But I'm single. I'm gonna go out in New Orleans and try and meet other single chicks. Right. So, but he kept going on and on and on about the strip club, and I was like, what is wrong with this dude? Like, I know him for a long time. I'm like, his relationship must fucking suck. And he must be really insecure in this relationship. Come to find out, later that weekend, he's complaining about what's going on in his relationship. And what was going on in his relationship? He doesn't like the, the family, the okay. never having sex. So it's sex. a way for him to, to feel better about himself totally. to get this attention. He became more of a man. Right. The, he, I, I am man. I must go to strip club. You know, like, right. dude, anyone that pushes too hard for anything like that shit, I'm always like, there's something... Brewing, right? Him. They're not this taking is, it like casually. No, I, I don't take this casually. She's like, he doesn't yeah. hit me, but he's gonna, he's gonna hit someone that's gonna want to hit you because they hit him, because he hit them. Right. I, I just, I, I take these things more seriously than lightly because, and she's probably sitting there and be like, he's not a, you know, she makes apologies for. Him. And what do you think about girls who cry in fights, just in general? Um, it's like a finishing move. That's like their <laughs> way of like. Like guys, I gotta win somehow. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, break yeah. out the tears. I'm going tear town. Um, I like. Do you cry in fights? Do I? Yeah. Um, not unless I'm like super. Dr- not maybe like tear. Possibly, I haven't. No, I would say it's definitely like very rare. I would have to be like probably pretty drunk and like very worked up mm-hmm. to do that. What would get you so mad to cry? I think if, when I cry, it's like frustration. It's like I don't mm. like. I don't. So I haven't sober cried in like a, in like a fight. I think in a in a pretty long. I sober situation. cry when I'm hungover and I'm watching like Up, and then all of a sudden I'll just start crying. Oh, yeah, and really Shark sad. Tank. I'll cry yeah. during Shark Tank once. Really? Episode, always. Oh, with the with the sob stories. Not the sob stories. The success stories. Oh, that's nice. I do it when they do updates. I cry every update. Oh, that's so uh, sweet. Which is that, that is uh, so in touch with your emotions. I'm very in touch, but I um, the worst is when you. Like, have you, have you ever gotten, like, unattracted to a guy because he was crying? Yes. But more when I was younger. Now I don't, I don't, I'm not, like, as turned off about, um, I'm not as turned off by it. A good guy friend, ironically, okay. once told me that uh, tears are like lies. The more you use them, the less they're worth. Interesting. So I try to reserve them for a moment when I really, because it's the, there's nothing like more. I didn't know you were friends with Gandhi. There's nothing that takes you. <laughs> there's nothing that takes you back more than like someone who like never you would never think would cry, who never cries, like crying. Mm. That nothing gets people to pay attention quite like like. Do you ever see like your dad cry and you're like, holy shit, like like I need to take this seriously. The guy cry something. is like a one tear down the face, like 
not showing it cry. Right. It's not a sobby cry. When guys do sobby cries, because I've done this before, this is an embarrassing story, I'll tell it. Did you fuck up? Well, no, when I break up with some, some, anytime I've tried to break up with a girl, I'm always like, I should just cry so I can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and so I'll always try to like push out one tear. And Does I work? Ne- I can't do it. You can't so cry. Just, that's so the, that's why going, we like tears, because it shows that you care. Yeah, and so I start going... And like rubbing my eye a lot <laughs> to try because you were like the worst kind of sociopath. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm just a pussy, and I want to get out of this relationship. And I'm like, what is gonna let her stop asking? What well, do you that, mean? Okay, here's why we'd probably like that because it shows that you actually give a shit. Because it shows that you like, you know. I know that's why I try to do it, right? But you can because you I don't can't. actually give a shit. So Fair. yeah. The, maybe don't do that. I don't know. I just, the, the, but I'm saying when guys are sobbing, crying, I think it's fake. I think mm-hmm. most guys do like yeah. the a sobbing cry is not appealing. Not appealing, no. right? A song like a silent tear, the, the teardrop is like fine. Um, yeah, I had an ex boyfriend in college who who cried like a few times. It was just every time I just felt like disgusted by it. Ugh. I think that. Um, uh, the older I've gotten, the less I'm like, ugh, disgusting, like pussy, whatever. Like I think that that's that's like a young, a young, immature view. Well, that's why I think like when you're younger, guys are trying to do it, and when right. you're older, you're like a guy crying. You're like, yeah, this is an honest yeah, cry that's exactly. going on right now. It depends on like the context of the of the tears. When it comes to the plant based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. You ready? Yep. Hi, Jared and Betches. I love listening to You Up, Betch Slapped, and The Bachelor. I've convinced so many people to listen, and they are now regular listeners. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. 
I also adore when you identify as an unlicensed therapist because I'm actually in the last year of graduate school to become one myself. My specialty is children, but I'm sure if I was a sex therapist or relationship therapist, that would be saying I would be saying about the same things. Oh, cool. We're not therapists, by the way. Uh, FYI, <laughs> I just unlicensed, I unregistered. Fake, yeah, I just tried to fake cry to get out of relationships. So no, I'm out of my mind. Um, the opinion of both male and female is genius, so I appreciate that. I really hope you bring this topic up in your podcast, regardless of if if you use my scenario or questions. I know a lot of people would love to hear it. So I really have a hard time wrapping my head around having to watch porn in a relationship. If you are having sex almost every day, or if you have videos of you and your partner having sex. Okay. So sure question. She has a t- watching porn in a relationship, having sex almost every day, or if you have videos of you and your partner having sex. Right. These seem okay. like three distinct. These seem like different right. things. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm in a year-long relationship with someone I've had an eight-year ongoing history with. Took his virginity at, eight, at 15. Nice. I hope she's the same age as him. Um, <laughs> she's 50. She's, she's, we, have a, we have a bigger issue on our hands. Uh, I decided that after I graduated from undergrad that I would finally settle down. Fast forward to the beginning of our relationship. We would watch porn together sometimes, but that would lead to an argument afterwards and us both think, asking too many questions. Curiosity killed the cat. We say it. We've said it's it too much. Yeah. Also too much too soon. Too many questions. Eventually, my view of porn started to change, and I started to become completely against it. This is all stemmed from a comment from his friends that said, I picture having sex with a girl. (laughs) I guess she bolded bolded that. She made that in bold for the Mm -hmm. listeners at home. I was completely taken aback, and I started to consider it cheating. My boyfriend said that wasn't true, but how how could be the one outlier of the statement? Oh, so she's saying... He was saying it wasn't true that he envisions himself having sex right. with a girl. And he was. He understood my strong stance, but his friends thought it was ridiculous that I would make it a boundary. Uh, a few months later, I saw his browser open when, I'm, when plugging in his phone. Bro- porn was pulled up. Let me see. This is one of those things. You can get in trouble for so much these days. You can. Uh, let me add, he woke me up to have sex in my apartment, and I found out before he did that, he was watching the porn. My thought process was that my boyfriend got turned on by another girl and I was conveniently there, which in my opinion is awful and disrespectful. I understand we're all humans and we'll never be sexually attracted to one person, but every situation I found porn or talked about it with him, it has never ended well or in a situation where I was comfortable. There's only been two instances, but they've absolutely turned into huge arguments. These girls never look at it all all like me, which also raises so many questions. I'm not on her side so far. How do how do you feel? Because we got more to this email. Um, Just says let, let's check in right. I'm now. I'm not on her side either. I think that societally, women are kind of trained to have this like fairy tale view of relationships, where like the guy is going to be with you and he's only going to have eyes for you, and like a great guy is like just like super into you and doesn't want anyone else or doesn't think yeah. about anyone else. And I think that's inaccurate and it's displaying itself. Right in this predicament right here. Yeah. It's like, it's, that's not realistic. It's not realistic. And also the fact that they have an eight year thing since they're 15. Yeah. Her understanding of how this should all go is steeped in that where. Uh, it's like the storyline of this like fantasy. Well, anyone that says they're high school sweethearts, everyone goes, oh, and then they go back home. And they go, fuck, that sucks. Yeah. So 
FYI, he said he has said that this is because of my own insecurity, but I view it I view it as him not being satisfied with only looking at me. I'm not the only one who views porn so negatively, and a friend of mine broke up with her boyfriend for it. I think blaming it on my insecurities is plain wrong because I'm truly confident. Him watching porn when I see it as a screenshot sent to his group message of our almost naked girl rubs me completely wrong and makes me feel disrespected. He understands, and I don't think it will ever happen again because he begged me, begged for me back, and cried that he did it. He did watch I it once. If he sobbed. <laughs> Definitely sobbed, and he he cried uh, happened again because he begged for me back and cried that he did watch it once, and he couldn't ca- bear the thought of talking to me that night because of the promise he'd broke. This sounds crazy, but I put a restriction on his phone because that was how he suggested I believe him, and for it to never happen, be an argument or issue again. He thinks that because he gave me a promise ring, what? year is she writing this from (laughs) (laughs) and does everything for me that i shouldn't doubt anything about our relationship just because he has watched porn i guess my question for you and what to address out of this is the role of porn in a relationship and should there be a restriction on it i know there is boundaries in every relationship and i believe mine comes from a well-intentioned place i'm looking for an unbiased opinions and a guy's perspective that is not my friend sincerely the anti-porn therapist. Okay, the second half gets she gets even more r- ridiculous. This is like this is kind of absurd. I think she's acting absurd. Yes, it is. Right. First of all, <laughs> this guy is looking at porn. I, all guys. He's all, absurd. All too. guys look at porn, right? Yeah. I think that's pretty clear. Guys in relationships, married guys, single guys. Um, it's. I don't. I mean, do you know any guys who don't watch porn? Not one guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even a guy, and that's my general understanding of the male population. <sighs> and I don't I don't take offense to it. I don't think it's like... Um, I think it's crazy to think that a guy could only be like sexually aroused by one person for the rest of their life. Um, or even yeah, that anyone could just like... I mean, if we can't let people do that, like, like what kind of world are we living in? Like, he can only be aroused and attracted by you for the rest of his life? Like, I, I just don't... Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, this girl, this relationship's never going to work. I'm sorry. Um, it's it, unless really big changes are made. I've watched porn with girls that I've been hooking up with in the past. It's been fun. I've not watched porn with girls I've been hooking up with in the past, and it's been fun. So for them, I think what they did, I think we live in an age with the internet and everything's out there now that you think you have to keep up with the internet. So like a podcast like this where I say something like that where I'm like, oh, I watched porn with a girl. Uh, everyone's like, okay, so I guess that's what we have to do. And like maybe this relationship wasn't meant for that. Right. You, you know, every relationship's different. Every dynamic is different. If you're going to feel offended by something, maybe it's not worth you looking at. Um, I do think it – I agree with him. I think this is your own confidence issue. Like I, I think she needs to take a look in the mirror a little bit because guys don't watch porn – well, yeah. Well, girls think like, why does why does he need porn? Like, I'm here. I'll have I'll have sex with him. Like, why does it's he an need, escape? Why does he need right? Which I think, yeah, a lot of girls have that question. Like, why if you're, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone you love and you and you find them attractive and they're willing to have sex with you, like, why would you not want to have it in real life than online? Yeah, I I just think like porn's a fact of life. Like, like at this point, like I, Was I think, it always though, or is it the prolification of like the mass amount of porn and like the? I think of it like drinking. It? I think drinking is not good for you. Okay, we all know drinking is bad for you, but we all like a drink every now and again. Right. 
you know, just because I drink doesn't mean that I want to escape the person I'm with or the people that I talk to. It's because I, you know, just lets me fucking let off some steam. Well, if you drink enough, that's what I'm saying. It's like in, yeah, in in moderation. moderation. Anything in moderation is Mm -hmm. fine. Do you know anyone who, any guys who are just like addicted to porn? I know guys, I mean, I've had people email into my podcast, this podcast, talking about porn. And Mm -hmm. I think we all have our moments where like, that's enough. Right. You know, with, like with drinking too or any drinking, kind of we all have resets right, yeah. and we all have that. And I think um, the kids in high school who used to fucking abuse alcohol were the ones with the parents that were very much against it. The ones that were right. like cool with it were the ones who were like, yeah, it's just drinking. Right. And I think I don't have this, anything to prove. <laughs> nothing to prove. I don't. Have to, so I think this is going to for this girl. This is not she's strangling too tight on this. I think if she was literally like what she's doing right now is going to push him to a place of sneaking around her back and trying to find ways to look at porn and push him away. Right. He's not not looking at porn. That's not his solution. Yeah. Him crying. And then you you have restrictions on his phone. Like he's an adult. As a therapist, there's no way you can find that to be like a healthy mechanism. (laughs) And if anything, this is hot. If he has another fetish. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like maybe he likes the, you know, the BDSM world and this is where he gets off that you be, you're his mother figure. I mean, this is, this could all go gross. Right. <laughs> you know, like every turn you make in the sexual world, if you take a turn too far, it gets a little weird. So you seeing the porn that he looks at, yeah, but knowing too much and going too too into it, I don't think it's going to help any of your relationships. I think it's best to just not, like you said, the microaggression thing, which I don't even really think this is a microaggression, but I can see how a girl might view it like sure. that. So sure, let's let's call it a microaggression. Yeah. This is a good example of one where like, you really don't need to know. Yeah. Like, he can watch porn. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, ha- I would have him maybe like make it a little less obvious to you. Yeah. I wouldn't have it like playing when you get home from work. But, like, I think if a guy, everyone needs their own personal time to do whatever the fuck they want sure. and be, like, either disgusting or, like, think weird things. Like, those are those are human things. You can't stop someone from from having weird attractions or being attracted to certain and things or indulging. Totally. And, and here's another thing I'll say to her. Guys don't watch porn to see what it's like to fuck another girl. We watch porn to see what girls that we don't have the energy to pursue are fucking like. <laughs> in, in theory. In theory. Right. So like I, so you, you'll, every guy will nod their head as they're listening, but sometimes you watch porn and you're like, you'll come and you'll be like, how the fuck did I end up here? And you're like, how did I end up end watching up, this? How did I end oh, up? It's it, weird. It's just weird or it's different. And you're like, and you're watching some chick that you're like, I didn't even know I could get hard to this type of girl. And and then you're like, you're like, how did this all happen? And you come and you're like, you shut off the browser, you X out of all of them. You're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go read, read a fucking Bible right now. And we all have that moment. The minute you come, you're like, where did I, how did I get here? And that's kind of, you're going on a mental vacation. And the people you're with are the people you feel the most comfortable with and the people that you like being around and the people that you're, you know, spanking it to on a porn site are the people that you would never want to be around. <laughs> so uh, I Don't I think, take it personally. Don't take it personally is what right. I'm saying. I, I'm just saying I'm giving you kind of like the guy's perspective on like why I, you know, like why would it be different than you? Because I get to be with you in real life. Right. So the idea that the girl looks different from her is sort of the point. It's the right? point. It's yeah. a vacation. If you wanted it's, to fuck someone that looked like you, he would fuck you. There's nothing more relaxing <laughs> right? than masturbation. 
There's no one to prove yourself to. It's just a quiet moment with yourself and the computer. And that was a commercial for masturbating <laughs> <Yeah>. by Jared. <laughs> the more you know. I, I just think like, you know, for this girl. I, also, I don't think anyone should be so for or against anything. Like, I think great relationships are the ones where you can look at someone else. like, open to shit. Open to shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, and also being like, don't tell me about that. Like, she could have said to him at any point, I don't need to hear this. I right. like you. I don't need to hear what porn you're watching. Also, I don't want right. to watch don't porn ask. with you. Yeah. And, and also, if anything, you've developed taste. You've said, okay, I don't like the type of guy who wants to watch porn with me. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Maybe their next relationship, which I think is going to happen because I think you and this guy – are stuck like in a, a fairy tale. Dynamic, yeah. And I think um, one of these days he's going to go to his parents and he's going to be like, yeah, I don't have my phone, doesn't work because, you know, Lucy said the minutes are out. And his dad's going to go, what? And he's going to go, yeah, she has restrictions on my phone. Why? Uh, it's just kind of so she doesn't think I'm a liar. And his parents are going to go, break up with that bitch. So I, I'm just, and I don't he mean you're. He just played out the end of your relationship <laughs> there for it you. Is. Check it out. So I, that's my opinion there. Yeah, I think. I mean, again, like I think girls, we like to ask a lot of questions. We don't always like the answers. And what I'm learning from being in a relationship is certain things shouldn't. You don't have to ask about everything. You don't have to know everything. Um, sometimes you think it's it's fun, and then it gets like not fun. And I'm a person who likes to ask a shit ton of questions. And on the other side of that, those questions can lead you somewhere even more fun. Yeah, sometimes. Th- sometimes. That's what I'm saying, but, but play at your own risk yeah. on occasion. But also, if you're ever saying to someone that they can't do something that they like to do, take a look in the mirror. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But also, like people, are, people can definitely do what they want to do, but it doesn't mean everyone needs to know about it. Yeah, and also, he can look at porn while respecting you. Yeah. Like, like it's just, I, I don't know. And, and the moderation thing. It's not like every time you open up the computer, it's like another fucking porn. Right. Be discreet. It's kind of like the Instagram, liking the Instagram models pics. Just be discreet. Yeah. Like it in your head. Know that other You can people, like whatever you like. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do, but like be respectful of like, of how much you flaunt it. Have you ever watched porn with a guy? No. Never. Never. Would you? Sure. 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 It wouldn't be something I'm, I'm like thinking about doing it and I'm like excited about doing it. But like if someone want, suggested that and they want to do that, the, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Guys are so afraid to bring up stuff like that. Bring up porn? Bring up any like deviation on sex. Uh, they shouldn't be. And I don't think girl. I think girls are afraid to bring it up too. And they shouldn't be either. It's like because um, that's one of those things where it's like everyone's thinking these things and like you get to know someone like a lot better by knowing like them if you know them intimately like totally. you should know them intimately know what they like know what they would try know what they feel weird trying like it's important to ask those those questions i think it's like it's funny i think guys are afraid because they'd be like like the the public shaming of them would be so much more harsh well i'm like if i heard that this girl was like doing like all this wild shit I'd be like what is her number? You know, like, but <laughs> if I, if like it was out there, no, but girls, was, w- girls think that guys want them to, to seem like proper and like a lady. And like, you know, I think they, they also lady don't, in they the don't, streets, freaking the streets. Right. Yeah. But they don't, you don't want like a guy to think that one, you, I think girls are scared that guys will think of like what, what other guys they've done this with. Yeah. And like, you know, they're like slutty or something like that. But, 
really like as long as you go in with an open mind and non-judgmental to anything that anyone's saying like and again like i wouldn't suggest whatever you want to a girl without feeling out if she's like the kind of person that's like super judgmental and uptight Mm. like this girl i wouldn't share your wildest if i were this girl's boyfriend i wouldn't be wanting to share my wildest fantasies with her because she's like judgmental that's the thing that well this is this is the biggest problem that they're going to have is that what can he come to you with not feeling like he's in trouble before he even brings it up? Right. No one wants to walk on eggshells no. in a relationship. I I had one time um, – I'll tell this. This is embarrassing. Sir. <laughs> because you do get weirded out. You're not sure what people are into. Like, and then you like you get self-confident. I'll be open on this part. Okay, let's so, can hear I it. Open? Can I be open with everybody here? Yeah. I got a blowjob once. Girl put her finger in my ass during the blowjob. Okay. Amazing. Into it. In. Done. Nice. Great. I'm I'm that guy now. Now you ask for it? Well, <laughs> then I think I'm that guy. I'm going to be, this is something I'll be asking for. Okay. Because I'm like, she did it. I don't know where she found this trick, this party trick. And then I was doing it to, you know, to her. And now now we're, you know, right. we're shit now fingers. Now it's your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it, was her, it was her thing. Now it's your thing. Well, I think she wanted to let me know it was her thing. Because the minute I did it to her, it was like an explosion went off in the room. Like it was just like, you know, sex became like, like she was just so much more Enjoying into it. Enjoying it a lot yeah, more, yeah, yeah. right. Which opened up a lot of avenues. Right. Next girl I, I think that's up, a great story. It's a great story. Well, the next girl I hooked up with, <laughs> I'm... She's in bed with me, and she was a little younger, and I was like, and I'm like, you know, she's blowing me, and I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, you know, trying to give signals, like, oh, that feels great, so good, and I just go, <laughs> what's that? So good, two yeah, thumbs yeah, up. the two thumbs up, okay. uh, you know, I'm liking Instagram pictures of hers, just to <laughs> let her know how good a job she's doing, and then um, I I go, I want you to put your, <laughs> put your finger up my ass, <laughs> and she just goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing stops. Okay. Hard stop. Well, and I go, nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing. Keep going. You got to feel out of the girl first. Well, yeah. I then I'm in this posi- position where it's like I'm getting like, you know, now I've I've had burger. I've had a cheeseburger. Now I'm back mm. to regular burgers. I find it's best to discuss things you want in bed sexually, like not while you're actually doing it. I think it's the best. Totally. I think it's you best know. in the refractory period. Yes, the afterwards. You once everyone's come, then 100%. we talk about how we really want how to. How we come. want to improve. Yeah, right? yeah, that was great. Yeah, really enjoyed it. How can we make this even better? Like it's definitely. I don't think in the mist. No, because then you like, and it's then a, it was a it was yeah. a mistake that I made for the listeners of the U Up podcast. I <laughs> I, I <laughs> Thank mean, you, because we're now you know, really enjoying the. You're the welcome. Afterwards. I I took my brother and I used to live together, and I would run jokes by him, and sometimes he would be like, he he'd be in a mood. And he wouldn't be like constructive, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'd be like, "What do you think of this?" And he'll go, "Yeah, that fucking sucks." And I'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! We write to edit. We write to edit, and that's right. kind of the same with coming." Yeah, <laughs> we come to edit how We're, we come. It's all like constructive and positive when you're when you're figuring that out. But the best time to do it is after. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. 
Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do a game. Right. Red flag or deal breaker. Okay. We play this. And listen, we didn't do this plug in the beginning. If you have an email you want to send, uup at betches.com. Also, as you can tell, we've stuck with this red flag or deal breaker game. We'd like some more games. Yeah, send us some more games. We have a game that we're going to play on a later episode that's going to come up uh, in a few weeks because we've discussed it. But it's going to take some work and we need some... Stuff, But if you have some games that you want to send in, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Also, before we get towards the end of this podcast, pause it right now. I want you to screenshot the screen. and Pause then, it right after this. Okay, here, here. No, don't pause it yet, okay? <laughs> screenshot the screen. Make it your Instagram story or Snapchat story and tag us both. We'll love it. We'll love it. It's, We're into it. Yeah. It's, it's our full names, right? Both at Jordana name. Abraham, at Jared Freed. Tag us. I thank everyone. I at least will click the heart button depending on how busy I am. There you, you go. I see them all. I see them all as well. Um, so do that and rate, uh, subscribe, and review. The reviews are great. We have like over five, six hundred yeah. reviews. Is that crazy? Yeah, it's amazing. Insane. So they red flag or deal breaker. They have four cats. Deal breaker. Game That's over. Too many cats. One cat weird. One red, one cat red flag. Four cats deal breaker. One cat is a deal breaker for me. No, 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 Even no. Two cats. So four. I dated a girl out. with a cat once. She's perfect in every way. Perfect in every way. And two, I can't do because I won every time I get in bed with her and we would sleep over. The cat would get in between us and then start pushing me away. Cats are so. And gross. I was like, I can't sleep like this. And then they'd be like, and I'd be like, put it outside. And then she would be like, well, he doesn't like to be outside. I'm like, yeah, but I don't like to sleep here because of this cat. They're just like climbing on shit. My sister, my younger sister, says yeah. she has a cat. I'm like, you better get the, you better get rid of that cat because like no one's gonna date you. Is it a male or female <laughs> cat? I think it's a, it's a male. His name is, his name is Jude. I think that's a male name. I just like, I was like, Shira, you know, you called your cat Jew, right? Jew. <laughs> that's funny. I don't know if you meant I'd, to do that on purpose. I'd rather. Like, it's from the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> or Jude Law, yeah. or Jew, whatever. It's like the German word for Jew, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I would date. I'd rather date a cat girl than a dog girl. 
What? I'm sorry. That's crazy. Dog girls, the dog is a boyfriend. You bought a boyfriend. That, yeah. It'll like kiss you anytime normal. you want. Never More think you're wrong. acceptable. This is what I'm saying. But a cat, you got to get to know that cat. Ugh. You got to put in time with that cat. So I find cats creepy. They like climb on stuff. I don't know. You know, you like I don't. Uh, it's not. It's not for me. All right. <laughs> um, you walk into their apartment. They have a live, laugh, love sign in their room over their bed. It's huge. What do you think? I say red flag for a guy. <laughs> for a guy. <laughs> for a girl, I could see the red flag. Okay, for the guy version. Okay, the live, laugh, love. For me, it's a red flag because it's like. Do they know what they look like? You know, that would right. be my thing. Yeah. Let's say the guy has the poster of the, the guy's 27, okay, but he has the poster of the two guys dragging their friend with like the, you know, you know that old co- college poster, they're, they're dragging the drunk friend and underneath it's like teamwork. Okay, like one of those like frat boy yeah, posters. Yeah, yeah, that's up in there. And it's, the, it's like now? Now. It's their 27 with that poster up. Um, Red flag. I I would have to be able to like, like like fix that. Like well, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change you, and that's gonna be the first. That's, thing that's number one go. priority that's on the list. Go. Yeah. yeah, I will find a way to like do it subtly. You won't. He won't even know what's happening, but it'll be gone yeah. in the next like few months. Okay. He won't know why or how, <laughs> but where did my yeah. where did my where did my teamwork <laughs> poster go? It's not even in a frame. Yeah. It's like taped. <laughs> okay, they don't. Can I change this one? Fine. Okay, because that's <laughs> ridiculous. No, it was a good one. Can I do it? Do it. I'll tell you there's a story behind it. Okay. Okay. They don't know about 9-11. Yeah. Well, I went I went on an early date with a guy. And he took me. He was like, I we were. it was like summer. We were going to the museum. And he was like, um, you want to go to the 9-11 museum? He so, said that. Yeah. He's like, on I a like, date. He's like, I like the 9-11 museum. Do you want to go to the 9-11 Okay, already museum? weird. <laughs> what? And I said, this is like not that early. It's probably you know a couple months You know what gets me in. wet? <laughs> the 9-11 museum. What? The 9-11 what museum. What date was this? It's probably like uh, date 10, maybe. Date 10? Date 10. Yeah. That's when you start doing... 9-11 museum? You're like, okay, yeah. we got a big plan. We're going to go to the 9-11 museum, the Holocaust museum. Yeah, we're going go to go have sex. The African-American yeah. museum. <laughs> what is... Um, I was like, well, what if, what if you suggested this museum? And I was just like, what's that? You didn't know what it was? <laughs> what? I, said, I said, what if? I said, what if you suggested this museum? And oh. I, I was like, what would you do if you suggested this museum? And I said, like, what's, what's that? What's 9-11? What's 9-11? And like... I just didn't. I just didn't. I know wouldn't what it believe was. you. I would be like, what, what you, it, well, it's that's let's say it's true. Like, and it's unbelievable, but it, it. I just don't. I was out from school that day. No one ever told me <laughs> out from school that day. <laughs> no one told me. It's our JFK. History is not my my strong thing? suit. I I do you still do you, want, a, do no, you want another date with me? I'd fuck her, then I'd be gone. <laughs> no, I I'd fuck her in memory, you know, in <laughs> memoriam. I, I I do have a story about this kind of relating. Um, okay, my friends went for New Year's to like a cat. Uh, they went to the upstate okay. for New Year's Eve, so they all like all couples. I didn't go, um, but they they came back with a story. They were like in the they were in like a mountain hotel. And okay. there was a common room with games out, and they were all drinking with the games on New Year's Eve. And uh, there were two girls there. And they said that they lo- had a certain look to them. They were very uh, uh, very white girl Brooklyn there, there to make a point. 
Okay. That was their look. Okay. Does that make any sense? They're like activists. They're woke. They're very woke. Okay. They're white I feel girl like you're, woke. you're, uh, you're like walking on thin ice here trying to like not offend. I'm trying not Just to offend. Just say they're, they're Brooklyn hipsters. They're annoying. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> they're the problem more than the solution. So I, so they were like hanging with them and someone brought up that they saw I, Tanya. I love that movie. I need to see it. It's I heard so it's good. great. It's so so good. I really want to see it. And they were talking about it, and one of the people was like, one of my friends was like, you know, it really makes you think about how the news makes you look at somebody. They're like, I look at Tanya Harding in a totally different light. She came from a, t- you know, I don't agree with what she did, but she, you know, and I think a right, lot of people yeah. are having this it gives feeling. You some sympathy for, for, there's some, right, yeah. for how she was brought you, up. You understand the, more the mentality of why she. Was Maybe not why she would do such a thing or be involved in such a thing, mm. but yeah. Right. But I think a lot of people are having that sentiment right now after seeing the movie. Okay. So this one girl goes, totally. It makes you think, you know, if they did a movie about Osama bin Laden, you'd feel the same way. And my one friend was like, no, I don't think that's the same at all. Okay. And they got into like a screaming match about whether... Like this turned, this escalated to a point where they were like, you're fucking out of your mind. This many people died because of this person. Even if there was a movie made, (laughs) there's no way I would feel the same, similarly that I do about Tanya Harding. Right. And they were like, they left on like screaming, like dragged out of the room. Okay. Couldn't deal with it. And then, but would you go, is that a red flag or a deal breaker for you? If they said the Osama bin Laden thing? Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind. How? I I appreciate a contrarian viewpoint, and I would love to hear like that is crazy. Maybe, maybe there's an instance where you learn about some traumatic event from Osama bin Laden's childhood, and you're like, oh, like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I don't have. A, I didn't this see is like going. a little bit of a moral, like uh, you know, slippery slope here. <laughs> I'm not. Tr- I definitely not pro Osama bin Laden. <laughs> not pro any terrorism. <laughs> know what 9/11 is. But I think the the po- the general point in that like if you know the nuances in someone's mm. story and like why and no one acts no one's I don't believe in like good and evil people and people who just do bad things blindly for no reason I believe like there are sociopaths who like are terrible like people just by like a brain chemistry thing but anyway again going I, back to that I think I would kind of I would like to like learn more about that I would ag- kind of <laughs> again I'd fuck her and then leave okay. <laughs> just a, just a, a, just like the nine eleven girl yeah just right. like the nine eleven girl. So, okay, what that about is, this? Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker? They don't know how to use a DVR. We'll lighten it up red, for the, to end this. Sorry. Oh, red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. I don't like this type. Sometimes it's tough. The I know DVR, how to use, I know how to use the DVR, but like some people are just bad at like technology. I think anyone who's bad at that technology doesn't want to be good at any technology. That's probably true. They, like I know these people that are like I don't like like oh what's like it's like when you bring up a pop culture thing and they're like I don't know what you're t- like who's Car- Kim Kardashian and you're like come on right get with the program you're actively yeah you think you're you putting yourself above you you're putting my, yourself above me socially just to say you don't know these things right that's yeah, our episode what I do agree we think? with that. That's our episode. I enjoyed it. I don't. I am not an Osama bin Laden supporter, so I'm just putting that out Listen, there. I, this, um, there's no. This is the judgment free zone. This is yeah. why you can send in any meme, email you like. Okay, if you are pro ISIS, 
Let's hear from you. Let us know your reasons. <laughs> Let us know your reasons. Anyway, we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Email Bye. us. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.